Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, a royalty consultant helping artists to collect on their value. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, and welcome back to Money in the Air, the podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Representatives, giving you everything you need to know about neighboring rights. Tonight's episode is all about tax. Wait, don't turn off. We're going to teach you how to fill in the forms you need, like the W-8 or the W-9, and tell you a couple of things maybe about double taxation treaties and income from two countries. Even if it's dry stuff, I promise it'll be an interesting episode. So tonight we have Andrew, Gina, Tanya, and me. Who wants to start off? So if you are a member of PPL and you're using PPL to collect for you in the USA, they will be hassling you for a tax form. And I know from experience that most musicians kind of tune off and they just ignore it because it is quite daunting and they will keep sending you the emails and reminders. But it's very important because if you don't sign one, you will be subject to 30% withholding tax from any royalties earned in the USA. And it's a W-8 Ben and it's just one sheet you've got to fill in and you've just got to put in your like full legal name, your date of birth. The date of signing has to be in the US format. Quite a few, obviously, British musicians will sign it in the British way, and then it gets rejected by PPL. You've got to resubmit it. Wet ink signatures are preferable as well. I've had experience where people docu-sign, and it's a bit of a gray area, but PPL prefer wet signatures. If you are based in the UK, you can't write U.K. as your like country of residence, or England, or Britain, or Great Britain. Like, there's so many very variations you have to write United Kingdom otherwise again it will be invalidated. It asks for your tax number in section 6. Most people don't know what that is. That's basically your national insurance number if you're in the UK. In the US that would be your social security number. W-8-BEN if you're a British citizen or anything other than a US citizen. But if you're a US citizen living in the UK and you sign up to PPL, you need to fill out a W-9. And Americans know what W-9s are. Yeah, excellent point. Yeah, that's the, the only difference. Because yeah, we have clients that are Americans, but they're based in the UK. They have residency rights here for decades and they would complete a W-9. This form lasts around about three years. So you will get a reminder from PPL every, just coming up to every three years to complete the form. Once you've done it once, you know the fields to fill out. So I would suggest keeping a template of it and then just reusing that next time and it will take you seconds. I know so many artists that put off doing this because it looks daunting. When you look at it, first of all, there it looks like there's a lot of information on there. When you break it down, there's really not very much at all. When you keep it simple, fill out the main parts, as Tanya said, the areas that we see the most issues with, believe it or not, are probably one of the simplest ones, which is, as we said, the uh, country of citizenship. So don't put UK, you've got to put United Kingdom. Date of birth, just to reiterate, put it in the American format 
rather than the UK format. If you've got a representative that looks after your income royalties for you, then providing they have a power of attorney, they can sign it and complete this on your behalf, which you'll probably be very glad to hear. And just to explain what a double taxation treaty is, it is a contract between, say, the US and the UK that says for tax residents in the UK paying their taxes, they will not have to pay taxes in the US as well. If you have your W-8-BEN or your W-9 filled out properly, all the money that Sound Exchange sends to PPL will come 100% instead of only 70%. So it's definitely worth doing. Little bit of work for a lot of money. Yeah, and good point, Gina, about it needs to be renewed every three years because, I mean, three years flies by and quite often I'll log into PPL and I'll see quite a few clients have an outstanding, you know, like missing a W8 Ben or it's expired. And yeah, the sooner the better. And like you say, keep a template handy. I mean, your date of birth, your national insurance number won't change, but your address might. So, and also write down your full legal name as per your passport, not your alias or stage name. Quite a few musicians put their stage name and it doesn't marry up with, you know, the tax authorities' records and the passports. So yeah, your full legal name. Different countries have different bilateral agreements with the United States. So there are different tax treaties. If you just type in a quick Google search, WABN royalties, you'll see there's a document that lists what the percentage of withholdings tax is on a country basis for income type royalties. As we're talking about now, the UK and the US, it's zero for royalties, but Say if you have earnings in Australia, it's going to be 5%. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Bangladesh is 10%. Philippines is 25%. 30% in other countries. I'm not liking that. All right. It's what it is. Like we have, don't be scared of this form. Really, just keep it simple. Fill it out correctly. Otherwise, it'll be subject to the full holding tax of 30%. Exactly. And you won't have the benefit of our tax treaties between the countries. That's right. And there are other forms for different countries. We're only talking about those US ones. It doesn't matter which country it is. Is don't be afraid. Any kind of taxpayer reference number will be your national insurance number if you're in the UK, your social security number if you're in the US, whatever number you give or are given by the country that you're in for tax purposes. That's the number that you're going to put in. Whatever country you're in, use the date format that they use and always use United Kingdom because that's globally recognized. If you're wondering how to get hold of one of these forms, just ask your local CMO. They'll usually provide you the blank template, but they do update them every couple of years. So yeah, good point. You want to ask your CMO for a, a recent version because also it'll be rejected if you've used a 2015 version, for example. Do it on the new template. So just, yeah, ask them or your agent for a, a blank updated copy. There are instructions supplied when PPL, for example, send out these forms to you. There are instructions that go with it. How However, they are slightly separate to the actual form and as we all know they're quite detailed they're quite long the form isn't it's really very simple when you get to understand it if you're a complete loss and ppl can't advise you because you know it's it's kind of your personal details and yeah ask your rep if you have one or your accountant if you have one or you can write to us at ifr info yeah. at ifr.co.uk become a member and we'll answer all your questions